Welcome to the BA Podcast, where we give you no-nonsense arguments mixed with a cash of nonsense from my brother over here. Cash money. This is where we talk, discuss, debate, argue all topics in life, and show you how Christ is the center of all. Yeah, whether you like it or not. I'm your host, Jordan, and this prestige over here is Zach. Dude, that's a good movie. And Garrett. Garrett's back. Hey. The little bro. Probably his last one with us before he goes back to college. Well. Yeah. Back to commie land. Commie land. Commie land. <laughs> the little bro, our little brother. It's been fun doing these with you, man. I know. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. It's going to be sad not having you here to keep the peace. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, today's show, we're going to do a little bit of uh, talk about relationships and some oh advice. Boy. Advice for Garrett, because, you know. Yeah, I'm single. I have lots He's of advice on, that you know uh, of. on how to talk to ladies you're interested in. Ooh. I'm kind of scared. Jordan's the expert. What? It's legit so, advice. G is perfect for also giving relationships advice because he was dumbed. <laughs> and uh, Jordan is too because he's been with so many women. I can't even count that high. One. Yep. <laughs> Dang. Math is hard. It's the word. This is what you say to someone. Okay. okay. Are you Google? Because I've just found what I've been searching for. <laughs> you no. sure it's not zero that you've been with, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you get married again? It was uh, called uh, arranged marriage. <laughs> no, nope. Not even close. <laughs> and by arranged, he means... How much was she worth? <laughs> the, the arrangement was... How much chloroform on the rag? Was, was it two goats? <laughs> <laughs> it was big. Did you have to What's, carry it up the mountain? No. And sing a song? That's a good reference. I got I you. Which, did you marry Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> LaBeouf. They Shia LaBeouf had holes. <laughs> uh, wait, so should we start with um, the oldest man in the room? What? 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 That'd be what Jordan. What that would be Jordan. Start. What oh. am I supposed to say? Well, well, I thought maybe you'd have some advice, maybe for Garrett. For yeah, Garrett, some wisdom. Yeah, Garrett. Tell your tell somebody. <laughs> tell somebody you're interested in this. If a fat man puts you in a bag at night, don't worry. I told Santa I wanted you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's a fat man saying that to a girl? <laughs> don't worry if I put you in a bag. <laughs> Wait. I hope you know CPR because you take my breath away. Wait, are these sounds nice? Are these lines that get you girls or get you maced? I don't know. I've never tried. So. <laughs> Probably both. Should we try? Should we just start calling random numbers and trying this? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> are you a girl? <laughs> Dude, I got her number. <laughs> <laughs> The most creepy way to get those ones. Did you just see the accident? Would you write your name and phone number on this piece of paper? (laughs) Oh, I saw it too. Can I give you mine? Why would I want yours? (laughs) I'm in a relationship, so I have tons of advice to give. Interesting. Um, The first one is get a woman for each day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Do Tuesdays work for you? So, um, no, for... For me, I'll share a little bit. I, When I first got into a relationship which with a girl who ended up being my wife later in life, and it wasn't arranged like Jordan's, um, I one of the mistakes I made was I made an idol out mm-hmm. of another person. And I think that it's important to remember that 
Um, Did you carve her? Whoa. Hmm. I don't know if I want to share. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to answer that question. (laughs) Are you a butcher with a smile? (laughs) (laughs) Did you cut her farther? It's a song. It's okay. Okay. I don't understand the song. I know. I don't like it, though. It's actually a very catchy song. Yeah. Okay. No. But um, for real, um, I think... It's important to realize that it's a huge danger to make an idol out of your significant other or another person um, because that other person is someone that gives you, can give you worth and value in life. Another person mm-hmm. liking you can make you feel good about yourself and also give you a purpose in life. And it's very easy that to take good things that God has given us, especially some of the best things um, that can give us some of the best purpose in life and put them even sometimes unintentionally, but but ahead of God as mm-hmm. on a pedestal or anywhere you get all your meaning and worth from that person. And that's when it's become an idol. And mm-hmm. it, it doesn't just apply to someone that's, you know, for me at the time it was newly in a relationship, but it can also happen long-term down the road because it's the person you're pouring the most mm-hmm. of your life, or you should be, the most of your life into. And so it's easy to whatever you put the most work into to get all your worth from that. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, that's some advice that I would have for not just Garrett, but mostly Jordan. Why ultimately <laughs> is that wrong? Ultimately, it's wrong because God is the most important thing in life. And so there's several ways you can go about it. One, you're commanded not to make an idol out of anything and to worship anything other than God. And so to to make an idol meaning you're, you're getting your, your, you're worshiping, you're assigning value to something more than God. Uh, secondly, since we are designed to worship God and God is the thing we need the most of when you start getting it from something else and especially something that you can lose, because hmm. at the end of the day, if you're married, one of you, unless you both are driving with Jordan, um, are going to see one of the other in a casket, you're going to lose that other person. Um, to death. And so mm-hmm. you're putting your value and worth and getting it from something you can lose, which doesn't get you, you're going to lose that value and worth. And God is the only thing, because we were designed to make him the most important thing, and he is, you actually wreck your life if you put it, base it on anything else. Hmm. Um, but it's really easy to do it with some of the hang up, the hard part about like idolatry is it's easy to see like sin in the bad things you do, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like sleeping around. Right. Um, but it's harder to see it in the good things in your life. And it's, it, the, the problem is when you take good things and make them ultimate things Mm. and then you're putting something else, you're putting something as ultimate when it's not, God is ultimate. And I would also just like clarify that further. It's not that you can't love those things and you can't love them a lot. It's right. just when you love those things more than right. God itself, that's when they start becoming the idols. Absolutely. And, and, and it's not even like one of the ways, some of the ways you can find where your idols are at are, um, are in ways that aren't necessarily bad. But like if you lose something, it's normal and right to feel sad and loss over it. But if it makes you have no more reason for living, there's a good chance that was an idol. Hmm. Um, and o- another way to look at where your loves are is what makes you angry. Because anger is actually defending something you love. And so, so and a good way to so find... So would you say for you that's being right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get angry when I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so I, I, it, this has huge implications, not just for relationships, but everything. It's, it's one of the most important things I think that you can learn is that they're the danger of idolatry but is it necessarily wrong to get angry at those things like if you lose it no no i'm not saying it's wrong to get angry the bible even commands us to be angry and do not sin i'm just saying that that when you're because because you should be looking for where there's potential idols and one of the ways to do it is to find where your loves are and so what makes you the most angry I'm just saying it's a good way to see where you where your loves are at and then to evaluate whether it's a disordered love or not. So you should be angry at certain things. Um, I get really mad when my state comes out cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means you have an idol of your own cooking skills. <laughs> I, I carve that up, too. <laughs> you just have a... Uh, a steak fashioned in an image. <laughs> <laughs> Magic fridge. Magic Garrett, fridge. Garrett, I got another line for oh you. This one was guaranteed to work. Guaranteed. <laughs> Are you a parking ticket? Because you've got fine written all over you. <laughs> wait, wait. Guaranteed wait. to work in what way? I don't know. <laughs> to not get me, ladies. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my goal. Because <laughs> if you get married down there, you're stuck. So. Celibacy, here we come. Dude, Celibacy, dude. Don't live in California. Not like, forever. Permanently. Yeah, no. I'm not. But if you get married, you're stuck. So. In California, why? Because it's another. Because you always stay where the 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 dude the woman's family is. Why? This is how it works, bro. Trust me. Dude, just because you make your that choice doesn't, doesn't mean anyone else your has to make that choice. doesn't shit. matter. That's not true, actually, either. What if we don't live together and just separately? That's called ideal. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So, like, she lives in California and I live in Idaho. How would you? It's called sexting. We just meet in the middle. <laughs> At that old Georgia line. Mm-hmm. They gave a lot of ground. Jordan, I, I'm actually kind of curious about this. The whole infatuation thing. <laughs> No, 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 like it's oh, serious. Okay. Like okay. the whole infatuation thing, because I know, I know Zach's kind of experienced, I've experienced this. Um, when you like start a relationship and it's like new and exciting and like the whole infatuation phase where it's like the bubble. Yeah. Jordan's just got the I'm actually fat curious. I guess other. I'm just wondering what your experience of that was like and if it ended or when it ended. You mean the infatuation? Mm-hmm. No. I would say that that was like, I don't know. The day after you met her? No. I, I think it probably <laughs> wears off after a couple of years. But when you yeah. have a kid, it definitely wears off. Hmm. I mean, you still love someone, right? But that you're talking about like that whole initial, like, like I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to explain. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Kind of. Well, yeah. do you think there's a danger I, I would too? Say, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I would just say, I think it's something that, that slowly wears off. Um, but obviously your love for someone, I don't think that changes. Mm-hmm. But the whole infatuation thing, like the bubble, right? right? I think it, it wears off slowly. And I think that your circumstances in life can change how fast that is or how slow that is. Hmm. I mean, I know... I won't, is how ugly you are having to do I it? won't name them, but I know a couple who... Um, they waited several years to have kids, but that mm-hmm. it didn't seem like that, that bubble burst for years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. But I think kids is a big one like that, definitely, because because you, your priority, not necessarily your priorities, but your sh- your focus shifts at that point mm-hmm. on something else. So, would you I think that has a big part of it? Kind of playing off of that, would you wait to have kids after you get married, like at least a year or so, or would you want to have kids? Wait at least nine months. I don't. 
I don't or does think, it matter? I don't think it matters. Hmm. I think you should have kids young because then you're still young when they're older. But you can't have kids old. Have kids in your Unless youth. You Benjamin Button. Have kids in your youth. Interesting. Wait, so do you think there's a danger of people thinking that that initial feeling needs to last? Or that if it's gone, that they need yeah, to find somebody else? Yeah, I think else? that people... I think that that people don't genuinely have love when that's the only feeling they're going after and when that wears off they just want to find that feeling again right they're not they're not genuinely loving someone or willing to sacrifice their life for another person or they're right? confusing they're that going for at love. it for the wrong reasons hmm. yeah they're confusing that for love right could that be why because i think that happens with everyone i i don't think that that doesn't happen mm-hmm. so could that be why there's so many people like dating somebody breaking up going to somebody else dating yep. breaking up and just yep because that wears going. off and they continually want that that feeling mm-hmm. hit it right? and quit it do you think there's ever a time when they become callous and can't ever feel that anymore because they've been through so many people maybe when they get old and can't get it up anymore <laughs> <laughs> no i don't i don't think that that i, I don't know dude like well I, I think it comes down to what drives that and i i mean obviously i can't speak from experience so i don't mm. i don't know but I, i'm i would guess not hmm. like people experience that with new relationships but the problem is i don't think that's good i think people can that also ties back into idolatry though where people can get have an idol where that's all they desire and want is right. that feeling. And they, they get that worth from almost either conquering people where they, you know, hmm. they they have them, they have sex with them or whatever. Yeah, and what are you getting out of that? It's all just satisfying yourself, right. satisfying your flesh. Right. Like, But getting that, that new thing almost like conquering that is what gives you your sense of identity and worth. And so it almost becomes like an idol at that point to where you feel good about yourself that you were able to do that. I would say if you don't have that about someone that you're interested in, though, then that's probably a bad thing. Wait, what? Because I don't think you wouldn't be interested. I don't think if you didn't have yeah, a physical attraction to them. But I've obviously, that. but obviously, I think that there needs to be more than that. So yeah, I mean, I think attraction is part of it. But I think there's a lot more to a marriage and more things that are fundamental to a marriage than just physical attraction. That's what I said. I said oh, there needs to be more I said than it that. <laughs> He was kind of saying, yeah, he, like you said, there needs to be more. Do you like, think not that there shouldn't be an infatuation, but that there should be more to it than just that? Do you think that it's possible to have a good marriage where you're not particularly attracted to them, but they're like a good godly person? And well, yeah, isn't yeah, I oh. think so. Yeah, well, that make it way harder though. I think that happens no, more with. <laughs> I think that happens more with women though is marrying guys they're not necessarily completely attracted to but are good people than guys because i think it's really important mm. for guys to be marrying someone they're attracted to wouldn't like you agree the difference in opinions of what their values are yeah yeah, yeah. but but in a certain sense i mean I, again i don't think being attracted to someone's bad i'm not trying to say that at all but in a certain sense that's one of the things that will 100 percent go away either through you know kids just life getting older so shouldn't that be more lower on our because I think for guys, just speaking as a guy, that's one of the higher things on our thing they're looking for. I'm not saying it shouldn't, I don't know, man. shouldn't matter, but shouldn't that be lower, I guess you should I say? I don't know, man. Can you see yourself, like, would you have seen yourself being interested in anybody you weren't physically attracted to? Well, I'm not saying... Because that's what starts it. Okay, so I'm not totally yes. saying not physically attracted at all. Yes. But I, I, yeah. So, like, personally, I tried, but I, like, wasn't attracted to the girl, really. And it was really hard. Was she attracted to you? Yeah. No, no. He's saying, he's saying, could you be in a relationship where you're not physically attracted and make it work kind of a thing? 
could you see yourself if you had no other options maybe <laughs> so adam <laughs> <laughs> no no what i'm saying i'm saying i'm not saying that that it shouldn't be a consideration at all i'm just i'm just asking like do you think that it should be lower though on our priorities because because at the end of the day, that's not that's in a certain sense that shouldn't be the most important thing, right? Okay, so so I think that okay, so here's the thing. I think to initially be interested in someone, there has to be that attraction, at least from hmm. my viewpoint. Now, obviously, you could end up not wanting to marry that person because you find out other things about them. But I think to initially start that for me, like obviously, I think you would want to right. be physically attracted to someone. Hmm. Yeah, what if I can see? What if yeah. you? What if there was a situation where you observe someone that? Again, I'm, I, I find it hard to think of someone you're not physically attracted to at all. But but it's not like you're super physically attracted to them, but you, but you come to know that they're a godly person that loves God, that you're a great friend with, and all these other things. Couldn't that be what good enough reason? you to them? Yeah. Possibly. I don't think that's very like common, sleeping no. miss good personality. I, don't, <laughs> I, don't I feel like there's got to be, like, a both. And think, that's yeah. fair. I don't think it can be, like, I think it'd just be so hard to do w- without one. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Well, we, let's get off okay, this topic, yeah. though. This, this is this is too much. So, moral of the story: look for the hottie. <laughs> okay. You can you can teach morals. You can't teach beauty. I disagree. Have you seen the supermodels without makeup? Some of them are kind of ugly. Wait, but that that's <laughs> that just means they're not actually beautiful. My Garrett, point still stands. Garrett, here's how you ask out your next date. Okay. <laughs> On a scale of one to America. How free are you tonight? <laughs> so he's going to be in California. Do you have any specifically for men? <laughs> Wait, I don't you could like be like, that. you could try to think of one specifically. You, for Yeah. Men? You could be like, look over there. That manhole covers open. <laughs> Dude, no. Oh, um, mm. something I think that's also important is that, it's always good to get advice from other people, mm-hmm. other couples, uh, you know, other people that you value and respect. Because, because if you think you shouldn't or don't need advice, that's the equivalent of saying I know it all. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to remember it's advice. You don't have to do what someone tells you. But I think it's always good to be seeking advice and, and should it, learning. Should it matter who you get advice from? Because what if you're like the advice you're getting is from? Well, there's two sides of it. Somebody who like goes from relationship to relationship and they're right. like oh i'm an expert because i've been in so many relationships right. or somebody who's never been in a relationship and they're giving you advice does it right matter who you're asking um yes and yes but i think what would matter more is their perspective on it because what if you had someone that was in a bunch but then they were convicted of their sin repented they would have a perspective that they might be able to share some good advice with you you know what I'm saying? But but I don't think, I think what you're getting at is does being with lots of women make you an expert on something versus someone that, like Jordan, who's still a virgin? <laughs> well, what would that make you an expert on? Not making relationships work out? That's a good point, too. It could I be. I guess. Like if you've been divorced 100,000 times, like, like Kim Kardashian, you're an expert on how to do it wrong. Hmm. But I mean, or how to completely ruin the career of everyone you're with. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But could you could also make the the case? I could see a case where where this is why you need to remember it's advice and don't check your brain at the door. Where you could still hear them out, and if nothing else, be like, "That's wrong," because look at the fruit of it. Hmm. You know, I, I mean, I guess. But I but but I would seek out um, godly advice from people that that have even if they have messed up but have something to show that they are living rightly and mm-hmm. that you would respect not that you can't take advice from anyone in a sense or jordan he's in a class of his own 
What advice do you have, Jordan? Without the ads, I've just heard advice. Zachary's advice. Yeah, this, is, this is what you should say <laughs> to <Yeah>. a chick. <laughs> to a chick. <laughs> he has to clarify for you, Garrett. <laughs> Can I follow you? Because my mom told me to follow my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Stalker alert. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I think as far as uh, when you do end up marrying someone, you know, we kind of talked about how the bubble breaks and mm -hmm. wears off. Um, you know, the stresses of life definitely test your relationship and how you handle those will define how good of a relationship you have. Right. But we should always be in God's word and um, praying a lot mm -hmm. and working through any problems that come up. Yeah. Um, because I like me, I suck at communicating. And when I get really tired and and, um, you know, upset or frustrated with something, I, my tendency is to just shut down and, and not talk. But yeah. it's really important to not do that, to talk through right. things and make sure you're, that you're both on the same page. And I think that can carry over into. Um, when you're getting to know someone too, is making that a goal from day one is to, if you find things that are problems to work through them, because that will dictate how you handle everything else in your life. What if your problem is she doesn't like you have multiple wives? Cause if you're, <laughs> cause if you're going to be with someone, ultimately, if you decide that forever, there's going to be problems, dude. Mm -hmm. Like there's no one that doesn't have problems right. in a relationship. So, hmm. and arguing isn't always a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Because if you don't argue, then your relationship probably sucks. Yeah. But we, and we've talked about and not that. necessarily, I'm not talking about like screaming and yelling at each other. I'm like disagreeing on things. Mm -hmm. uh, if that doesn't exist, then your right. relationship probably is not in a good spot mm -hmm. because you should care enough to disagree about stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that, and you, you, we've talked about this in our, in our first show that you've, you can turn someone into a robot where you don't disagree with them. And that means that somebody isn't, being their own person and that you've turned them into a robot so you're not letting them contradict you yeah and i mean i'm not an expert on relationship advice i'm just telling you things that i struggle with and I, I things am. that you could work through self-proclaimed i'm the resident expert dude if you can because if I live you here. can if your marriage survives through kids you guys could survive through anything you have to like be ready for that you yeah know? right and so be establishing habits early and I know you're not like in a relationship with someone now. I'm just, just saying kids. when you are be establishing those good habits. And if you guys aren't able to do things like that, to communicate well, then, then maybe you shouldn't be together, hmm. you know, cause that's just going to cause problems later on, especially when you have kids. Cause that's going to bring out the worst in you, hmm. the worst habits, they the did. worst, the kids, the worst attitude, like everything <laughs> you can possibly imagine. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think tying into some of that, I think one of the, pitfalls a lot of people fall into is they don't they're they become disillusioned when they get married because they don't realize that the other person's a sinner and you're going to have problems so i think it's important to know up front this is going to be hard there's going to be problems and you're marrying a sinner yeah. you know and you're a sinner and uh, an analogy that um i read in tim keller's book is he said that um you're like a bridge with all these hairline fractures in it which is your sin and marriage is like a Mack truck that comes over on the bridge. The Mack truck reveals the fractures. Hmm. And our tendency is to blame marriage, our marriage or our spouse, because that's what came across the bridge and revealed them. But they were already there. It just mm -hmm. made them worse. And so that's where it gives back to Jordan saying, that's why you need to know that that's coming and be willing to work on it and not, hmm. not blame the wrong thing, too. Yeah, and I think that working through 
theological things is really important too because that's going to define your marriage in the long run is your as your view on how you handle things how you view the word of god how you view the gospel things mm-hmm. like that's really important as well and i think that even if you disagree on stuff like that that's stuff you can work through and because i mean when before we got married there were certain things that we kind of disagreed on we mm-hmm. had to work through those things um and i don't know that she necessarily aligns with everything that i believe but at least she has an understanding of it and most of it most of the major stuff we did work out so okay and people can grow and learn over time when did she start calling you jiggly bear <laughs> never <laughs> so she told some guy, us <laughs> some guy named zach started that. <laughs> Dude's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Basically saved their marriage. So I guess like my question kind of based on you're talking about like beliefs, how how important is it that you guys are or like what beliefs too that you should you guys be lining up with before you get into a marriage? Or are there beliefs that are like that that like if they right. don't agree with you on, it's like you can't pursue this anymore. I think that you both need to agree on that God sent his son Jesus to die for your sins and that whoever has faith in him will have eternal life. And I think the rest you can... You're basically saying they need to be a Christian? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The basics of the gospel. Because the other stuff you guys can can work out. Hmm. I mean... I I would say I think some need more precedence yeah. another because yeah, like, like i think like that baptism roles. and no, yeah like roles or, in marriage who yeah, makes roles final marriage, decisions or your views on you know marriage and divorce and things mm-hmm. like that i think are have are more important than others but hmm. but being a christian is definitely important yeah uh, obviously anything that, that that violates god's law would be a no so someone who's not a christian you're commanded to marry someone who's a christian and that makes sense practically don't don't think of that just as like oh it's such you can't do something right no it makes practically because that's the most important thing in your life mm-hmm. and if you don't agree on that you're not going to have a good marriage and it, so so it is a sin to do that but it's also practical you know it's mm-hmm. the most fundamental thing in your life and it's the only way there are marriages that work without that but it's the only way it's going to be a good godly marriage in its full capacities of god's at the center anyways mm-hmm. well I, I i think that that some of the important ones are the ones that are specifically related to marriage so those things you like like what if you want kids and she doesn't that's something you need to talk about and should well, play into a factor that's sinful too to disagree about that to not want kids <laughs> Hmm. Yes, but I'm saying I'm saying we're talking about what are the things that you should talk about first that may be not reasons to get married. Oh yeah, and, for sure. And I do think it's important too that because why are you getting married? Right, but I do think ideally it should be that a man has a vision for his family and life, and that it's finding a woman that wants to get on board with that vision. Hmm. That goes counterculture to what we think in our culture, but I do think that's primarily what should be because the man is the leader, and that doesn't mean you can't disagree about things, talk about things, but but primarily if if someone's not excited about what your vision might be whatever it may be whether it's you know having a family this that and the other thing i mean if someone's not on board for that hmm. that's that's something to talk about yeah that makes sense yeah but i know you have a lot of questions jeep i feel like you have some advice to give too you're not you're not as dumb as jordan uh, or as dumb no. as he looks <laughs> wait before i get into that though mm-hmm. there's a very important existential question okay to ask you okay did you know that Yoda has a last name? No, he doesn't. No. It's Leahy who. What? Yolehi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're replacing Jordan on the show to tell jokes. <laughs> 
Let's go. <laughs> um, my advice. Interesting. Well, I'm basically an expert. Because I'm not in a relationship. Because you have an ex. Exactly. <laughs> um, and that's pertinent. <laughs> yeah. No, but I don't pretend to be an expert. I mean, but I do think we can still glean from what God says relationships should be like or marriage. And I guess the way I view it is our greatest example is Christ in the church. And so we should be exemplifying our relationships after Christ's relationship. Right. And what does Christ say or what does Christ do? He um, wept. Exactly. But Christ, Christ adorns his bride. He makes his bride beautiful. Now, the problem with that is is a lot of people will his be like... His makeup is expensive. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people can sit there and say, oh, that just means you look at everything she does as beautiful or that's how it, you mm. view her. But right. I don't think that's quite accurate. I think adorning your wife is beautiful is making every aspect of her beautiful, which means even her faults. So I think part of adorning your your bride is beautiful is knowing how to address things with her hmm. um how do you adorn your wife when she loads the dishwasher backwards <laughs> <laughs> how do you load a dishwasher backwards she puts all the dishes in backwards Drives break all the dishes <laughs> tell never, her i never thought of that she is the dishwasher <laughs> jeez no no <laughs> oh, but, that's what garrett was getting no at. but like seriously like I think I think mm. part of that is, and I, I'm that be very hard. It's very hard to do, and I think it's something you're gonna be like learning throughout your relationship. Right. Um, but I think that's one of the things Christ does. Do you think? And hold on. Yeah. And and the way he did that was he came and laid down his life. Uh, I was gonna ask. He came and laid down his life for his bride. You gotta and be so, laid down. Yeah, and so it's a sacrificial thing that you do. It's not. It's not, oh, she has all these faults, so I'm just going to be, like, exposing them and stuff and trying to make her beautiful. It's you're the one doing the sacrificial part. And yeah, I was going to ask, because I, I could see someone taking that and meaning, well, that means I need to every day be like, you're doing this wrong, yeah. you're doing this wrong, you're doing yeah. this wrong. So do you, is it, not that you can't point something out, but is it, what is, it, is it primarily maybe through, like, your example or trying to do what's right yourself? Uh, I think it can be. I think, I guess, like, looking at how Christ does it, Christ... Christ covers our sins. Right. He covers our sins in love. So I think we should do that with our with our mm -hmm. brides as well. We should cover her sins in love. Um, but he doesn't just cover our sins and then never address never them. address it. Right. So, and plus, it's Christ is continually reforming us. He's continually making us better. Right. And I don't pretend to know how to do that. Um, but I think one of them is is washing your wife with the word. Mm, that would be. <laughs> Really so it means good. means uh, say a lot you, of words to her. I thought you were gonna say something different. But <laughs> not everything I say is stupid. No, I think that would be a right. good way too. Um, right, but yeah, I don't know. Well, I think that's a, I think it's an important point you're getting at though too. Is that part of marriage is is your sanctification? It's it's not uh, Tim Keller in that same book I was talking about says you're not marrying a finished statue with mm -hmm. great blo blocks of marble. Some of the point is. Um, that you're going to change and part mm -hmm. of part of your role is to make that a good change mm -hmm. as much as you can hmm. in in how you're doing it i hmm. also think like because scripture talks about no greater love than this that a 
you lay down your life for your friends. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same thing in marriage too. Right. Um, you're, it's a continual laying down of your life. It's not something you ever stop doing. Right. Which is where, like you're saying, the servant leadership comes in. I think serving your wife is would be part of laying down right. your life for her. It's it's doing whatever it takes to take care of your wife. Yeah. I think also in tune with someone you're saying, I think C.S. Lewis talked about this and how when you love someone, it means it doesn't mean you overlook their faults. Mm. When but you love someone. <laughs> Jordan, stick to your day. American <laughs> Idol, here we come. And there it goes. <laughs> um, but but when you when you love someone that you you that's when you begin to care about their faults and it means that you you want their their faults to change for the mm-hmm. better because that actually shows you care and, mm-hmm. and and so love doesn't and that gets also into how god loves us because god doesn't want some people say god loves you just the way you are mm-hmm. and it almost implies that he doesn't want you to change mm-hmm. um and a better way to put it is god loves you despite the way you are <laughs> because mm-hmm. and and his love is actually covering sin but then saying go and sin no more mm-hmm. shame yeah, that, that's really good. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's how I view some of marriage. Some of marriage. Mirage. Mirage. So, Jordan, if I was looking to pick somebody up, what should I say? You're ugly, but you <gasps> intrigue me. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you must have a nice personality. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Huh. wonder how often that one's worked. Obviously, once. <laughs> That's how you got ugly kids. <laughs> Just about uh, one of them. I'll leave it up to you to guess which one. You got anything else, G? Nah, I'm not. Right. Well, I, I guess so. I guess to wrap up this show, we just uh, we first want to thank Garrett for coming along and hosting some shows with us. Thanks being, for having me. Being a co-host, a assistant to the assistant co-host. to the co-host, which is me. Go get me some coffee. I get my own desk. Yep. <laughs> Same one we're all sharing. <laughs> um, but yeah, we really appreciate you you coming on here and your your thoughts and that we actually had someone good looking on here for once. <laughs> looking at you, Jordan. Not. Okay, last one for you, Garrett. Okay. You're so hot, you must have started global warming. <laughs> Biden's going to be after you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just wanted to you know, share some stories and some relationship advice. We're not, like Jordan said, he's not an expert, we are. And um, you know, so there's, there's tons out there. Mm-hmm. Always keep learning. Be in the word, be in, um, I think it's good to seek counsel, but also read godly marriage books. Mm-hmm. Work through that with your spouse or significant other. Um, Relationships are hard. They're hard work, and love isn't just a feeling. It's it's an action. It's doing, and um, marriage is a commitment. So it's important mm-hmm. to value that, but to put God first, most important thing. Thanks for listening. You can find us on brothersargue.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts most. If you have any comments, send them your way. Send, us, send them our way. Yeah, send them to yourself. We don't want to hear your comments. How do you hear comments? Don't you read them? Yeah. Did you say hear? What if you have really good hearing? You hear the vibrations. You hear them typing Morse code. Um, So remember, if you run into Jordan on the street, I would recommend going with the defense that he was already dead. (laughs) (laughs) That'll wrap us up. Until next time, everyone. Love God. He was already there. (laughs) (laughs) Go have a disagreement with someone. I have one more pickup line. Oh. If I could rearrange the alphabet. I would put I and you together. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do a pickup line? Yes.
just hey, are silence. You, hey, are you looking for a stud? Because I got the STD and all I need is you. <laughs> That's a terrible. <laughs> That's a that terrible. Hilarious. <laughs>